Okay. It's it's ticking now. It's got the recording symbol there. All right. <laughs> the intro plays. <laughs> the theme song plays. The theme song fades All the out. <laughs> Welcome to episode sixty-seven of Panelology. I'm Alex. W- wait, episode what? God damn it! <laughs> and there came a day, a day unlike. Wait, no, that's been done. Hmm. Who knows what evil lurks? And no, that is that other thing. What has yellow skin and rights? Ah, forget it. You're listening to Panelology. Excelsi, oh, damn it. theme song plays the theme song fades out welcome to episode 77 of panelology i'm alex i'm brian and i'm tim hey tim hey tim hey everybody welcome back it's so long since we've talked (laughs) yeah it's been such a long time since we podcasted together hey i get to do it again happy cocktober everybody you know speaking of cocktober alex just fucked us (laughs) So after after an hour of recording, um, Alex decided to take a quick gander at the. Uh, I wanted to check where we were on time. Maybe we weren't recording after all. No, as as, as it turns out, we we were not. And uh, I'm sorry. Sorry. Right. You in the spirit of October, you're forgiven. Thank you. October. Thank you. I will. I will just feel October's forgiveness <laughs> washing over me and clinging to me, like a white film of oh no of of having my sins expunged. Oh my! I'm I'm glad that this this error was expunge worthy. <laughs> it, it it made us all laugh quite a bit. Yeah. Yes. Uh. So, all right. Tim, how's life been? <laughs> it's been fantastic. Better until a couple of days yeah. ago when you committed to be on the show, huh? <laughs> right. Whatever, I get to do it all good now after the first run through. You get practice. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and apologize now to your D&D group, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oops. I should give them a message. I might be a little late. <laughs> Well, the good news is we know we know which talking points are actually worthwhile now. That's this is true. Yeah. We You're going to get like the short version of everything. That's going to yeah. be like, yeah, dumb rigor, good. Yeah. Well, we'll let we'll let them know that next week is going to be our holiday spooptacular. Yes, yeah. the panelology spooptacular too, electric spoopaloo. Which I had a really good joke that didn't get recorded about whether or not I exist in the future or the past because that episode hasn't come out yet. Well, now not only do you simultaneously exist <laughs> in. Your future and our past. No alternate timelines. But there is also, yes, a pocket Tim. Oh, I'm Barry Allen now. <laughs> That's right. There's a there's a pocket universe, Tim. There's there's a pocket Tim, which actually does sound appropriate for October. <laughs> That's right. Which which only and the only ones who can remember are those of us that are here. Yes. That's right. 
Pocket Tim also sounds like a good band name. I'm just going to go. <laughs> I'm going to revisit that joke later, just so you yeah, know. Yes. Yeah, more yes. time I'll, travel. I'll let you know. <laughs> more time travel, more problems. <laughs> this is a callback to a joke you'll hear in an hour. <laughs> I love that we're laughing at a future joke. This is great. I'm laughing at the past joke that was me not hitting the button enough times or too many. Oh, that was a joke, all right. <laughs> just periodically check that timer and just yeah, we're, we're still going. Okay, Make sure that I exist right. and I'm not pocket me right now. Uh, damn it, Jen! Why'd you guys have to leave our vacation already? Yeah, that's all right though. That's all right. It's okay. I'm sure it was a fixed event in the universe. Even if Jen had been here, it still would have happened. That's right. You know what we should do, Alex? We should talk about that character that, like, you know, nobody knows who they are. (laughs) Who? You don't remember? (laughs) You know what else I get to do? What's that? When we talk about that character later, I get to steal his idea and say that it was mine. The (laughs) thing that he noticed in the book and... You know I'm editing this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Big boss. <laughs> so, uh... No, no, that's fine. You guys you guys just want to dive into the shit again? <laughs> yeah, let's go, baby. We're out of the kiddie pool and into the deep end <laughs> let's now. Go, baby. Let's do it. All right. So, there is this obscure character who has shown up in a bunch of books this week. And I think it's only fitting, given that we never see this guy around, that we start with him. I, I agree. I, I remember when I used yeah. to read about him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, El Muchacho de los Musiérlagos. Batman. The Batman. Tim, yeah. are, you, are you familiar with the Batman? I might have heard of him once or twice. Now, that's not to be confused with the Man Bat. No. The Man Bat. No. no. Or the Black Bat. I don't you may be thinking of the Black Bat. Oh, the Black Bat is a pulp character who was actually created almost simultaneously with both Batman and Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Or, well, well ahead of it. He's an influence for Daredevil. Yeah. He was created almost simultaneously with Batman, who shares features of both Batman and Daredevil, actually. Like, he is blind. He's got a lot of Daredevil I, to him. You know what? I've, I've read somebody that say mm-hmm. that Daredevil is more of a Batman than Batman. There was a, a, whole, yeah. a whole piece on that. Yeah. There was a recent run on Black Bat in like 2013 by Brian Bucciolato, um for, I think it was Dynamite, that was interesting. It's in some alternate universe where we recorded our first take, uh, the Black Bat beat out Batman, <laughs> and this joke is actually truth. <laughs> so Batman, huh? So Batman. Guys, yeah, what if the got, first got, take of everything like we say was the better take? What's up? What if the first take we say of everything was the better take? Well, I don't I'm, know. I, I think I'm already like way is. better than I was at the start of the last one. Okay. But yeah, we've got yeah. like we've got like five Batman books. Yeah. This, I'm like a seasoned week. professional now at this yeah. episode. Oh yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, you practice, have practice makes perfect. <laughs> that's what they yeah. tell me. You have twice as much experience as you did before. <laughs> <laughs> All right, All Star Batman, the end of the line for serialized weekly or monthly all-star issues yeah we're gonna be moving this is this is the this is the series that's gonna be kind of launching dc's idea yeah. of uh some trade only books yes trade trade straight to tra- original graphic novels if you yeah will. basically right yeah um that are artist focused and give artists a little more room and time to do what they want to do and tell their stories right they kind of don't have that monthly pressure deadline pressure yeah yeah so 
Uh, All-Star Batman is going to be going to that with Sean Murphy, who we'll talk about in terms of Batman again in a few minutes. What do you think of the end of this? I liked it. Uh, this, is, this is that story about Alfred and his past. Yes, and pirates. And pirates. And that the whole Alfred reminiscing about his boyhood love of pirate stories, that whole kind of setup and his romanticizing yeah. kind of of it and that kind of, and then recognizing it for the points that they have uh, and relating those to what's going on. I, I, I thoroughly enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. You get you get <clears throat> I, I've seen this art get a little flack for the you're making Alfred a vigilante when he was a kid side of it, but I really liked that about it because um, it builds him as a foil to Batman. It also makes him and the guy who mentored him foils as mentors to each other. Oh, yeah. and this is where the pirate thing comes in. Mm-hmm. On the bright side, I can say things I meant to say. Or I forgot. <laughs> uh, this is where the pirate thinking thing comes in because you also get this question from Alfred of, this guy would have ruined my life if I let him. Have I ruined Bruce? Am I the evil pirate king? Or am I the ally? Am I the mentor? Am I some of both? And that's the question that runs through the whole thing. And I don't know that it really gets resolved. Yeah. But I think it's an interesting question and a good question. And I like the idea that a young Alfred could maybe kick Bruce's ass. I, well, and the other thing that I like is I think it gives I think it gives a, a characterization to Alfred that really allows him to empathize with Bruce yeah. a lot more. Or, you know, I think he always did, but it tells us why he's able to yeah. empathize with Bruce as much as he does. How he's so okay with Bruce going... I mean... We know he doesn't love it. Right. But yeah. how he's not weirded out by Bruce going out and doing what he does. Mm-hmm. Um, also, spoiler, you get to see a dark version of Alfred in this, too. Oh that's kind gosh. of the darkest timeline. What if Alfred had stayed? Yeah. What yeah. if Alfred were a true monster? Yeah. And it's not pretty. No. No, it's not. But I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think it was a great wrap-up to this whole yes. All-Star series as, you know, its monthly yeah. incarnation. And I'm looking forward yeah. to what, he, what they do next. Which I am guessing is probably picking up the thread Snyder has introduced before about Bruce's future and having set up, like, automated bat clones that spawn periodically and are force-fed Bruce's memories of his parents to go out and fight and be, like, eternally young, perfect Batman. Which is something that Snyder's done a couple of times with Murphy as his artist. That scares the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah. And who knows, maybe that will be a relevant point again in a minute. Oh, mm, maybe so. Maybe that theme runs through some metal stuff that we've talked about last week with uh, Murder Machine and Bruce having the ability to load Alfred up into a, into a uh... an eternal computer device. Yep. Maybe maybe it all fits we, we together. Tony Stark's him? Yeah. Maybe maybe they're all pieces of one big bat-shaped puzzle. Oh. You sounded like the announcer from Batman 66 right there. Did I really? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, at the old ice cream parlor. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, so speaking of metal, why don't we talk about that tie that one shot tie in? Before we do, <laughs> can we just revisit that we had a great conversation about how awful it was to be Jim Gordon? Oh, yeah, we did. Oh, yeah. We... And that's all lost now. A yeah. short version is it sucks to be Jim Gordon. God, doesn't it, though? Like, yeah. Like, we're talking about, like, name a good week for him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cause, name a good cause he day? Had a, 
he had what I pointed out was what I thought was an extraordinarily bad week for him. Turns out, nope, pretty much par for the course pretty, for that guy. Cool. Yeah. 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 Grand scheme of things, could be worse. Yeah. But yeah, we'll, we'll talk about the Dawnbreaker now. Yeah, that's that our, man, the Dawnbreaker. In Soviet Russia, Dawnbreaker's you. <laughs> Yeah, this is the uh, this is the metal one shot. This is the Batman who gets a Green Lantern. Yes, the Batman who could overcome great fear. Well, does he overcome fear though? I mean, he kind of makes it his bitch. Yeah. yeah. Well, it tur- turns out that overcoming great fear is a great thing to have a, a Green Lantern to be able to do. Not having any fear at all, like it just not existing as an emotion in you. Yeah. yeah. Probably not nearly as beneficial. Yeah. Well, you know, you 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 you. Take a young Bruce and let him watch his parents die and then put a ring on it. Like, right after that happens. Is, it, is that a Beyonce moment? Did you just have put a, a Beyonce on? moment? What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I think I need to drink. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's not your... Uh, uh, we'll touch on this a couple times because it's not your normal Bruce Wayne. It's a murder Bruce Wayne, like you talked about. Murder Bruce. <laughs> murder Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> Better look out, the Batman's loose. Yeah, yeah. like I said, so you give him that ring right after watching, and what's he going to do with it? Uh, chase down Joe Chill yeah. and kill him. Yeah. And when the ring yeah. says, I'm sorry, Bruce, I can't let you do that. Can't use lethal force. His response will be, fuck you, I'm the goddamn Batman. Yeah. <laughs> Much, and you'll pretty see pretty much exactly how that went down. You'll get the willpower spiking. Willpower yeah. spiking. Willpower. Willpower. Error. Willpower spiking. One hundred and eighty-seven percent danger. Will Robinson. Yeah. Danger. And then the ring cracks down the face, and this black fog, black cloud comes out of it, and you realize, oh, this is both a Green Lantern Batman and a Black Lantern yeah. Batman at the same time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Two great flavors. <laughs> that aren't so great together. <laughs> Unless you want green death shadows to come out well, and kill everyone. If, you know what? If you want that, then you're right. This is this is this is what you need. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, like, in all fairness, Jim isn't the only one that has a bad day. Yeah, that's with true. This. But when, Turn, turns out, turns out, this is not a good combination for anyone that wants to continue no. living. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Name one person who has a good day in this. No. Bruce? Nope. Yeah. Nope. Uh, you know what? <laughs> I, I don't even... Yeah. Maybe. It's a bad day for Joe Chill. It's a bad day for Gotham's rogues. It's a bad day for Jim For the Gordon. Green Lantern Corps. The guy yes. who had the best day just had his parents murdered. Yeah, exactly. So I guess, yeah, right. to give you the rundown you know what? You on know that. What? I think the winners in this were Thomas and Martha Wayne. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they did not have to witness any of this shit go down. Although they did get their corpses reanimated. <laughs> oh, that's true. Mm, yeah, that was so right creepy too that. for like like one second. Yeah, that's kind of Blackest Night. Yeah. Shit. yeah. Mm. Um, at least they didn't get rorschach like Jim. Oh. <laughs> Had to work rorschach as a verb back in. <laughs> Yeah, I, I believe this was the part where you mentioned that in uh, the upcoming uh, Doomsday Clock, you really want to see Rorschach and Jim Gordon hang out together. Yes. <laughs> I want to see Jim put on Rorschach's mask. Yes. Just, yes. Yeah. There you go. Why not? It's not yeah. like his days can get his weeks can get any worse, <laughs> yeah, right? right? <laughs> Rorschach, you've got questions. We've got disintegration. <laughs> like Radio Shack? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're familiar with Radio Shack, Brian. <laughs> yeah, oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Growing up when I did, I sure am. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's oh, all. That, Before that, we move on, the high tech say, store. That's what yeah. it was. Metal, and we talked about this in oh, yeah. Pocket Dimension too. Um, metal really comes across as a stupid concept when you boil it down. 
really, really good stuff. Yeah. Like all that I've read so far, which isn't all of it, and it's going to be all of it by the end of today. Yeah, it's, it's it, because everything it's, about this. Yeah, just I loved a this blast. book. It's just so much fun to read. Like, yeah. I pick it up and I start reading. I'm like, oh, I start smiling. It's so fun. Yeah, the, like the, it's not like happy. It's just fun. <laughs> the only DC event that I think comes close for me, and it actually had a lot of the same shape, was uh, Dark Side War at the end of the New Fifty Two. I think I like this better. For me, if I had to call best, it would be a tough choice between this and Secret Wars. I loved some Secret Wars. All right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it fan, like, and one of the things we talked about was how all of the things that are tying, these one-shots that we're getting of the, of the different Batman characters, the, uh, the Gotham Resistance arc that mm-hmm. went through Green Lantern, Nightwing, Teen mm-hmm. Titans. It all gives and, you something new. Yeah. It, well, yeah. It's all the, the stories that are alone, as standalone stories, are good. Mm-hmm. And yet they still manage, while being good, to also inform the overall bigger picture that yeah. is metal. Yeah. At like, they're, So they're doing literally everything you could ask for for a tie-in. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. I love it. Absolutely. Um, we get Metal 3 next week? Yes, right? Metal 3 next yeah. week. So not a tie-in next week. I do not week. believe no, actually, there was a tie-in next week. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, then the next one is the Aquaman. Yes. The, yeah. Riptide or something like that. Uh-huh. Uh, no, I can't remember what they're calling it. But I don't remember. Yeah. Aquabats. The the Batman who swims. The Batman. <laughs> Batman the Ocean King. Actually, it's probably going to be Queen, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a female character. Oh, and we need to talk about the, the, the creepy Silent Hill Joker Batman. The too. Batman, the who, Batman laughs. who laughs. Ooh. Undoubtedly the creepiest looking DC character. Oh uh, no, God. the creepiest looking comic book character I've ever seen. Find him, to find him truly unsettling. Mm. Expect the sirens is, to go uh, off. He is a pretty horrifying image. I mean, yeah. yeah, he is. He's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Fits October. You know. You oh, know, the BDSM gimp Batman. <laughs> I was gonna say, you know, I keep expecting to show up on one of those ch- leashes of his. Rachel Summers as as a hound. Oh. <laughs> right. I mean, does that not fit in the same image, though? Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does. I'm trying to work a Madeline Pryor joke into it, but <laughs> nothing's coming to me. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for all the Batman books this week, nope. right? No, 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 no. no oh, no, you mean no, there, no. There, there's more? There, yeah, I think there's like, like eight more. Like, like, like eight more. No, like you three want more? more? We have more. Uh, you know what? We know we have uh, starting back up again. A new, a new story. We have the Shadow and Batman. Uh, by dynamite yeah dynamite, dynamite! um yeah so I, I tim mean, is gonna laugh whenever we hit the same conversation <laughs> points i love this i love that the second time it's still funny this is wonderful it's funnier this i was time. gonna say I think he's laughing more now than he was before we've broken him finally uh, he's now the tim who laughs the tim who laughs you know, you can yeah, cosplay yeah. Wait Batman till I miss laughs. one and I have to go back. <laughs> no, no, no. We missed a funny joke. Hold we got to go back, Marty. <laughs> we got to save your jokes. Uh, 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 you know, after after how much I enjoyed the, the Batman Shadow books yeah. like, that, that just came out in that arc, I don't think this arc is continuing. If it is, it's not it's not directly revealed that this is coming out of that. Yeah. Um, but this is, uh, this is about a, a Damien Robin who thinks that he's ready to kind of go off on his own. And uh, in New York, we get a Professor Pig. Which, in New York, you can be a new man. Which which creeps me out all by itself, just the fact that Professor Pig's here. Cause, yeah. but, uh, you know who's playing him on Gotham? This is enough to make me think about almost watching Gotham. What's that? Uh, 
Michael Cerveris. Oh. Yeah. Okay. It's good casting. I hate the character. He gives me the willies. He does. That's damn good casting. So someone, some uh, the premise is someone has animated his Dollatrons, like not him, and like brought them back to life. And so he shows up to try to collect them or whatever, and they confront him, whatever. But uh, the shadow, he so he gets arrested. He's in jail. The shadow shows up and like questions him and does his look into his eyes. Who knows thing. what evil lurks in the heart? And of whatever he Kidd. sees there, as far as who did the, freaks him the fuck out, like scares the shadow. And so he retreats and that kind of, and that's what this story is going to be. So I don't know, but I'm looking forward to it. I cool. Like, yeah. And uh, do you want to get the writer's name right this time? Yeah, that would be Mr. Orlando. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. Steve Orlando. You'll see, you know, you didn't have to point out I was wrong the first time. Oh, but, oh wait, no, it's yeah. like, it, we don't, we don't bully Brian's That's right. Not in Cocktober, baby. Never mind the fact that the existence of Cocktober is minor, Brian, Brian bullied him <laughs> in the first place. Did you say minor? Minor, Brian bullied You think it's minor? Uh, there's been a couple months of it. I mean, oh, oh, the no. amplitude. Have no, doubt. Have no doubt, it was minor to begin with. It is now. It, it, it's now no longer mine. It now exists on. It has taken on its own life. The Cocktober bullying had we've, started before the last time I was on. We've taken Cocktober into our hands. <laughs> it is. We've just firmly grasped it. And we are going to drive it into the cultural zeitgeist. <laughs> and, over. And, and because of that, and it has now over, grown so large. And over. <laughs> until oh. it climaxes. Wow. <laughs> and, and you know what? We'll just, we'll, we'll just, we'll just keep working on it until, uh, until yeah. it's finished. Yeah. Until it's spent. If it looks, <laughs> if it looks like it's going to erupt too soon, we'll just back off and, and just kind of edge it a little bit. I wish y'all could see what he's doing with his hands while he's telling the story. Okay. Yeah. This is, this is not a thing you usually do to penises. <laughs> the sand gesture actually makes very little sense for that set of genitalia. Actually. On this, I'm the day gonna, of my daughter's wedding. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you what he's doing. Y'all can just imagine. How about another Batman book? <laughs> well, if you insist, we got plenty. Uh, no, only two more left. <laughs> Do you want to talk about the uh, end of the war of jokes and riddles? You know what I do want to talk about it? You know why? Because it's very, very good. Because it's beyond very good. This is this is the best ending would I have ever Would you say it's beyond story. good and evil? <laughs> I would say it's beyond everything. It's just okay. no. It's it's fantastic. I love this. Um, I really, really like. I would say this is this has been a wonderful, fantastic story arc up until this issue. Um, but <laughs> Tim wow. just broke Brian by confirming to me that we are still recording. <laughs> um, up until this issue, it has been really, really good. Like you know, it like. Everything that's happened, say it's like an eight, right? Whatever. Yeah. Uh, this issue, like, literally takes everything that has happened and makes everything in this arc that's happened before even better. Like, it takes everything else and moves it to a ten. Uh, and and it is this ending makes this the best story I have read this year. So, Tim, you have no clue. You have no clue what's going on in this arc, right? No. I have, okay. I have no clue. None I have not whatsoever. heard any spoilers 
Ever. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Well, because um, you did say you don't read a lot of Batman. No, I do not. But do um, not. something tells me you'll probably rush right out and I pick will. this up yes. after after we tell you about it. Yeah. Uh, this is both the reveal of what is Batman's greatest regret, his greatest sin in his own eyes. Yep. And also Selina's answer to his proposal. Yes. Which, spoilers, I guess, if you're three months behind on Batman, Bruce proposed to Selina. Yeah, Bruce proposed. We get the answer to it. Yep. He liked it, so he did try to put a <laughs> ring on it. <laughs> now that was Beyonce, Beyonce reference There's number Beyonce two reference. for those scoring at home. I'd call it 1B, one B. Actually, it's kind yeah. of the same reference, just again. Yeah. One yeah. B. Yes. Okay. Um, but I, I will tell you that there's no doubt in my mind this arc will be collected as a as a trade by I mean, itself. It's been solicited, so yeah, right, there's right. no doubt. And, and, <laughs> and it will be it will be my highest recommended trade this year. Uh, e- even if you're not reading all of Batman, you can read this as its own standalone yeah. thing. And if you enjoy that Tom King like Vision Sheriff of Babylon thing, where he writes that six to twelve issue tight story that this is it this yeah. is fantastic it is and the art in this whole war of jokes and riddles run has been just beautiful yeah absolutely gorgeous so do we want to call spoilers and talk about it yeah all right yeah spoilers spoilers and, and these some some of these are pretty big spoilers. yeah like so. they're yeah there's some some stuff goes down so yeah. if you've been reading this or if you're interested in and you don't like spoilers yeah what you're doing still listening. We already called spoilers. Yeah, if you want if you want to read a fantastic story without having be pre informed about what a lot of it's gonna mean, yeah. yeah, don't don't listen to this part All right. right here. So we find out what Bruce's big oopsie is. The entirety of the war of jokes and riddles was not as we've been led to believe. Just a fight between the Riddler and the Joker. Correct. Well, and one of the things that I think is important to remember and we should point out here is that, you know, the reason the Joker was willing to start this war is because he had gotten to a point he was unable to laugh about anything. Yeah. You yeah. have the Batman who laughs and the Joker who doesn't. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Um, <laughs> Tim found this very funny, but yeah. doesn't want to actually be recorded no. laughing. Uh, as it would happen, in fact, the Riddler has staged this whole war to make his buddy the Joker laugh again. Like, that's the whole, like, literally he has organized, orchestrated, set up this entire thing. And what what Batman's regret is comes from the fact that in the last issue we'd seen the reveal that Kite Man had infiltrated the Joker's gang on Batman's behest and... Uh, was his mole there, his inside man. Well, in this issue, you get there's another layer around that, that the Riddler expected that and saw that coming, and that's why the Riddler killed Kite Man's son. So that blood is not only on the Riddler's hands, it's on Bruce's hands for getting played. Right. So Bruce tries to kill the Riddler. Yeah. He takes a knife and goes to run it through him and would succeed if not for yeah, the well, Joker's hand. 
catching the knife blade. And when I say catching it, I mean it's like through his through hand, his hilt hand. into yeah. palm. Like like Bruce was not, and this is this is where this is, was his greatest regret was this was not like a, he was like you know this was not a, a reaction like no. defense kind of thing. Like it was I I knew exactly what I was doing and I chose to kill him. Yeah. Yes. And it doesn't really get into it in this issue, but if you think about timing, like they've said this is a year. at the end of Bruce's first year as mm-hmm. Batman. So you have basically the zero year, which is all Joker ruling Gotham. I'm sorry, Riddler ruling Gotham. A year of peace without the Riddler, and then this is the first thing the Riddler does back. Right. So like, the Riddler in this timeline is kind of a potent force oh like yeah he's far more powerful than we are used to seeing the riddler as a character yeah um the other thing that i think is you know we talked about how he set this whole thing up so he chose kite man who was you know who is like you know kind of this no nobody character no no superman like he flies a kite all chuck brown and the the his whole premise was that like Kite Man was going to be not only his, but the Joker's also. Like, that's how Batman was going to bring all of them down, was using Kite Man. That was, that was, uh, uh, that was the Riddler's joke to give the Joker to make him laugh. That, that it was Kite Man that did this to all of them. Wow. And that yeah. doesn't do it, but, but what does the Joker do when he saves Riddler's life? Once he takes that, he was like, he sees that Batman was going to kill him. And he saved the Riddler's life, and that he finds funny and laughs. Such a good story. Yeah. Yeah. So, so good. And it, yeah. it's and, a good they, example of the thing that King doesn't always do. He does it sometimes. And when he does it, these are always my favorite kinds of Tom King stories. Mm-hmm. When you see the shape of things, so or you, you fail to see the shape of things until it happens... Right. And then suddenly you go back and realize, oh, okay, this this character doing this thing was setting up this. And you see how all the pieces have been moving very subtly, very mm-hmm. casually all along. But in reality, they are intentional and inevitable. They're moving toward this thing yeah. that's already, ha- I mean, in this case, very literally, has already yeah. happened. Right. Because it's set in the past. Um but that that sense of the shape forming from the thing and that catharsis that comes with seeing how it all fits and how even things that didn't seem like a big deal are suddenly a big right. deal. I kind of described it as like putting a puzzle together, right? So you've got all these pieces and you kind of know that, oh yeah, I'm putting flowers here, whatever. You're putting these pieces in, but like you can't see what the whole picture is until that last piece snaps into place. And then everything you've done is like, oh shit, it's this. And all of these pieces meant this and fit here and make this whole thing like this. Like, he, you're right. I think when he does that, he yeah. is a master at it. And the best example of this is, uh, do you want to you share your joke yeah. and riddle? Because so, I think this is a great, a great it, example it of it. So the question that gets asked is, what's the difference between a joke and a riddle, right? Yeah. And, and as you'll see, there's one of the characters that has an answer in a minute. Yeah. Um, and, but I thought about this a lot and like, to me, a, a joke is, you know, it's one person telling a humorous story, a little, you know, thing, a, a joke though, requires two people. It requires more than one person because you have to have some sort of response to it. You ask a question. A riddle does. And so, so you, oh, uh, 
You need to angle your mic. Oh, angle up. up? Is that what I need? Yeah. Okay. You're, um, you're talking over it. Gotcha. But you need to, you you have to have some sort of response. So by th- there's an interaction that's required with a joke. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think that's where we get that. that uh, with a riddle. Yeah, I'm sorry, with, with a riddle. riddle. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I said that backwards. You told it better the first time. I, yeah, yeah, shut up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is all on you, Alex. <laughs> um, but. Uh, uh, I blame M.A. Haynes. <laughs> yeah, everybody does that. Uh, so the Joker, that's kind of the thing. Is like he's, and it's like, I think it's symbolic that he's the one that ends up on his own, right? And it's the Riddler that has Batman on his side and that elicits that response from Batman. Yeah. And you see this idea played throughout. There was a conversation between the Riddler and the Joker early yeah. on. I'm pretty sure I want to go back and reread it. To it, make it sure no, there is. Yeah. About well, the That's why they the tell two. it again at the end. Yeah. They tell a knock knock joke again at the and end. And there's a conversation in the middle yeah. about knock knock jokes. And is a knock knock joke a joke or a riddle? And, right. Well, by Brian's definition, it's a riddle. Yeah. Because it requires two people and yeah. a response, right? Although, did you notice that the knock knock joke that he chooses to tell kind of is one sided? Yeah, I did. I liked that. The Joker tells a one-sided yeah. knock-knock joke. I, like, I'm mm. telling you what, I, I, it is masterful layers, when it's done well. You know, layers. layers on layers. It's like an ogre. You, you, <laughs> That's right. You, it's like an ogre. It's got layers. <laughs> you, you talk about the the pieces. Like I, I just I really have to read this yes. book because of all the other Tom King stuff that I've read. And we were talking before about Mr. Miracle being the same yeah. way and how I'm in that point right now well, where the pieces aren't coming together and mr miracle haven't a, yet but Let you can tell that, that it's something yes, right? yes mr. we're working towards something i think a funny one though because granted we're only two issues at number right. three is out next week but i almost feel like it's in a way the opposite i almost feel like it is not additive but subtractive in that the more of it i read the less of this world I actually trust to be true. The, the, well, the, yeah. the you know, I can see facts, that too. Right. The fewer facts I trust. In yeah. This world. You know what it's almost like? It's almost like going back to my puzzle, you know, yeah. metaphor there. You're it's almost like the there's a puzzle. Away. You're taking the pieces away and there's a, there's something yeah, a underneath, underneath it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the more of those pieces you take away, the more you're seeing the more it. Reveals. It's a really, yeah. really good analogy, right? Yeah. Thank That's you. Fancy. So in this case, you're at, you're, you're, you're I've had practice. I've had practice. Hey, some of the better points we're making in this recording we didn't before. We should always do a dry run. No, huh? no, we nope. Twelve hours. Later. <laughs> uh, and when I say dry run, I don't mean without. So, I not cannot highly enough recommend this. Yeah. No. Uh, do we want to spoil to my list? Spoil cat's answer. Oh yeah, we. Should, I mean, we, we already called spoilers. Hopefully, you've yeah. already read this by this point. So yeah, so you know, Go Bruce, Bruce, Bruce told Go Selena, he said, "Marry me." Right? There's a period on that. And so she looks at him and she said, "Well, her answer, by the way, because he, he had, you know, what's the difference between jokes and riddle?" And her answer is, "Who cares?" Yeah. 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 What? Why does it? What does it matter? Right? <laughs> and so then she tells him. She said. Ask me this time. Don't tell me. Right. Ask it's the me. first time he said, marry me. Right. So he asks, will you marry me? And her response Will you marry is, me? <laughs> yes. So we'll see how that plays out. I have a theory. Okay. Would you like to theory? hear my theory? You know what? I'm delighted. I would love to. What, what pray tell, could this theory be? Alice? I'm just waiting for Brian to go, know me first. Right? <laughs> <laughs> 
to, to paraphrase I want to see the if it matches what I'm thinking in my head He's right gonna now. He's going to start it. I'm just going to dive in and just yell out what it is. <laughs> We've gotten across basically anything with Batman in it in mm-hmm. the last year. This idea that it is time, and we've talked about it before in the show, it is time for him to hang up the cape and cowl and just be Bruce. Thomas from the Flashpoint timeline has told him to do this. You get this idea here with the idea of him marrying Selina, which implies some amount of settling down. You get... Uh, you get Dick Grayson confronting him about yeah. setting up these, the you know, the team and detective and Which, pushing him to Bloodhaven. Building and, these giant machines right. and armies. And Justice League of America is another one. Yeah. Building the, these giant machines and armies. Setting all this up to, like, take over or yeah. be able to, to defend Gotham and other things when he's gone. Which, hey, that whole thing about creating an army of clone Batman hmm. to pop out of the oven every now and then. It's almost it like that be, fits in, too. But you're seeing the shape, this bat-shaped puzzle everywhere of... Maybe it's time for him to settle down. But I, I think I think what is going to happen is he's going to make that commitment. He's going to decide to do it. And then he's going to die. <laughs> because if you remember Batman, like, I think it was four, maybe five. A while When ago. you learn that Duke is the one who was narrating I Am Gotham. And he says, and Batman's dead. Tom King tells you at the beginning of his run, Batman going to die again. For real this time, maybe. Or at least for a while, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it's DC. Unless, Bruce Wayne's not going to be dead forever. Unless but. it's just Batman's dead and th- there is no Batman. And he has gone off and lived a happy life. Who knows? But it's Batman, so he doesn't get yeah. to be happy. No. Unless you're Chris Nolan. Right. You don't get to make Batman happy. You do not get to give Batman a happy ending. <laughs> Even if it is Cocktober. <laughs> I get the feeling Selene already took care of that for us. <laughs> Meow for me, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> there There's me. a ringtone for you. Ow. <laughs> that was actually a stinger on an episode a while back. Yes. <laughs> yes. Only it was Jen meowing and not Brian. And no offense, Brian. No, I know. I nope. You're. I'm right there with you, man. <laughs> um. Hey, Ted. Hey. Do you want to talk about, I'm presuming, your favorite Batman book this week? It was my favorite Batman book this week. Um, White Knight. Batman White Knight. Good, so, good book. So do you have a clear idea of how to talk about it without spoiling shit? Uh, maybe. I don't know. We'll try it again. It didn't <laughs> work out great you know the first what? We time We were talking either. about how that, next, uh, that first trade version of uh, All-Star Batman yeah. was going to be Sean Murphy. Yep. This is Sean this Murphy. This is Sean Murphy, yeah. Batman, right here. No, um, It was really good stuff. Um, the book starts off. With you seeing this image of Batman. Do, did we say what the book was? Batman White Knight. Knight. White yeah, Knight. Yeah. I, okay, um, I missed it. Uh, yeah, it starts off with this image of Batman being incarcerated. and He's in he's in Arkham, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, somebody oh, who comes in and talks to him, this sort of professional looking dude. Who, Tim? Who? It turns out it's Jack Napier. Or the Joker. Wait, Jack Napier? Yeah. Isn't that... Yeah, yeah. That name sounds familiar. It does. You and might... not just from... Yeah. 40 minutes ago. You might remember him from a little 1989 movie called... Wait, I know. I know. I know. There was a character who they introduced during Villains Month named Jack and Apes. He was an orangutan. Jack and Apes. That's what Jack Napier is a pun on, is the name, the word Jack and Ape. Yeah. It's a pun on it? Yeah, Jack yeah. Napier, Jack and Ape. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. All Riddler name or all Joker names are puns. Yes. All Joker names have a double meaning that means Joker. No, I didn't know that. Jack Napier, Jack Nape. Huh. 
Learn something new. Yeah. It's a joker. Yeah. It's a joker. <laughs> only, the Apes, yes. only healed up. Back to saying the normal. Yeah. And then the story progresses to tell us how we yes. got to where we were. Yeah. Um, which is and how that happened. It's a really interesting. It's a really interesting take on it. Um, you you start out seeing uh, Bruce Wayne and Batgirl and Nightwing going through Gotham City chasing the Joker. Pretty standard story, right? Except Bruce Wayne not acting quite so 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 Batmany. He little drives little... the Batmobile over people's roofs. Yeah, but knocks people out of the way. Okay, like... so he's acting Batmany, just maybe a little bit. A little bit over the top, a little bit more reckless, a little bit less Batman, concerned for what's going hands. on around. Yeah. yeah. But with Bat- Batman plus, if you Batman will. Plus. Uh, Batman zero sugar. Uh, yeah, and then we, we see how that... Batman sort of, zero chill. Is what, yeah. without no, sh- Batman zero chill is just a happy child. <laughs> 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 and there's the face Brian makes when he gets the joke. <laughs> <laughs> that one took you a moment, huh? Two chaser. Two chaser. Really good. That job. was brilliant. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> Way to seize that opportunity. <laughs> Always seize opportunities in cocktail. That's right. With proper consent. <laughs> Cocktober brought to you by consent. Sponsored by Panelology. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tim. You were no, saying no, no. Uh, you uh, just making sure the Cocktober jokes are done. Yep. Just gotta let that that wave oh, right the Cocktober jokes no, are yeah. never they're, done. They're, they're done in November. <laughs> yeah. That's what Cocktober jokes. Wait, are shit. Done. Was it this recording or the time we didn't record? We <laughs> talked about the amplitude and frequency of bullying Brian. Oh, oh no, no, that was when we didn't record. Okay. we haven't talked about that yet. Okay. Yes. Forget I said anything, listener at home. These are not the <laughs> jokes you're looking for. It Move was, along. It was an. <laughs> doing the hand thing again. It was a, it was, a, <laughs> it was a unique comment, but because they they're under this impression that you don't bully Brian in, in October when October itself is bullying Brian. <laughs> but it's low key bullying. Brian. It's, it's a low amplitude, high frequency thing. And we talked about how you know, it, okay, it may have started off as a little bit of bullying Brian, but clearly October has taken on a life of Are its own. You sure, we didn't talk about this in this know, recording. We, we may have. You can just edit it okay, out. You know, it's yeah, fine. Or we'll talk about it twice. No, I'm going to leave it. Yeah. It just doubles the frequency. You're spelling or is it the of... amplitude. Oh, no, it's the frequency. <laughs> Your spelling of Cocktober on the last episode was, was pretty genius. Too. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, if you didn't think for a second, and I, I really actually do appreciate you mentioning that because I was very proud of that. If you did not think for a second, I was going to get Cocktober past <laughs> Apple standards. Yes. Yeah, October because right, we don't have because we don't put explicit on our tags in any shape or form, right? Well, yeah, but you also don't see too many podcasts with cock in an episode well, title. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're, you're fair enough. Fair enough. We're gonna have to get somebody to count how many times it's mentioned. Cocktober? Yes. In an episode of Panelology, or in general, <laughs> we could do this episode. single episode. So we can... We can all go for a record. All, all of them are mentioned. Many, many times. <laughs> How do we get Cocktober trending on know. Twitter? Um, I don't know, but this, this conversation is starting to feel a little masturbatory. So let's go back to White <laughs> Knight. Oh, White yes. Knight, right, so, um, Yeah. Driving uh, over Yeah, driving over yeah. and, and being reckless, reckless Batman. Uh, and you see the, the effects of it on 
you know, the both Bruce Wayne situation and the Joker situation, yes. which I don't know if we want to dive into spoilers or. Well, I think I think we can call spoilers. It was good and pretty book, and if. The rest of the book is as good as the first issue of the book. I want to see this as a DC animated movie. Yeah, that pretty that much would, sums it up. Would, that would do well. Yeah. It would. Yeah, this is this is a great uh, great opening salvo. Yes. Yeah. And we talked about uh, it was another one of those concepts where you hear it's a okay. What if what if the Joker's the good guy? Um, and that was the the sort of short version that everybody talked about this book being. The book actually it goes in a direction that makes it a lot yeah. easier for me to deal with. And it's yeah. a good story well, as opposed to just sort of like making things fit to make things work. And I will say this, and I will call spoilers when I clarify this, there's a certain amount of ambiguity to whether or not Joker actually even is this the is good true. guy. This is and true. spoilers? Spoilers in three, two, one. Now! Yeah. <laughs> that was premature spoiler no. ejaculation. In October? Yes. yes. Premature spoiler in October. Um... <laughs> Did you guys notice, before we started recording, who it appears to be? Yes, Tim, we recording. <laughs> Every oh. now and then, Tim just meerkats over his pop oh, filter. We knew this before we started recording. You did not know this before we... Well, shut up. <laughs> before you got here today. Got him! I got him! Are you talking Fuck about... You. <laughs> Are you talking about this thing that I noticed about the book solely by myself and brought to both of your attentions? No. Oh. I'm talking about this thing I noticed solely by myself and brought to both of your attentions. That's actually how it do happened. You, do you have any proof of that, Alex? Unfortunately, I, I record all my conversations with my cell phone. <laughs> why did we just redo all of... Poor audio quality. <laughs> we have standards here. That may come as a surprise to listeners. Really? Especially given that, damn it, no, no bullying Bryans. No bullying Bryans. We still, we, haven't, we still haven't gotten to the God, point. I love Cocktober. <laughs> we, we'll never get to the point. You know this. No, story. no, we haven't got to the point in reality where we would be in, where we were in the other recording. Nope. Yeah. Or have we? We don't know because there's no record. That's true. <laughs> the, the deeper we get into this recording, clearly by not by not being able to remember whether the frequency amplitude thing was in this recording or what we missed, is just proving the timelines are merging. It's just like Flashpoint. Well, let's get past that point where we had to stop, and then we'll know. <laughs> or will we? Yeah, probably not. <laughs> no, something tells me I'm not going to hear the end of it for a while. We'll nope. know. <laughs> um, Long time. <laughs> So, there is, if you turn to the page, Tim. Oh, yeah. I'll turn to the page. In which... Uh, the cell phone recording? Yes, someone is recording... Speaking of recording with a cell phone. In which someone is recording Batman beating Thanks. Joker to a pulp and shoving pills down his mouth. You'll notice a red-jacketed figure, a red-coated figure, in the shadows, red and black she is, with a little bit of diamond detail work. Yeah, which her which I, I pointed that very clearly could just be mistaken for the shadows, right? Shadows or, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. But it could be. I think I, they I, want it to uh-huh. be. Yeah. But I, something something tells me that's intentional. Mm-hmm. That this whole thing is a setup. But it's all a setup, and that is one Doctor Harleen Quinzel, PhD. I, I can totally see that. Yeah, MD. Was she a PhD or an MD? Is she a psychi- uh-huh. psychiatrist or psychologist? She was a psychiatrist, so she's an MD. Okay. Yeah. Dr. Harleen Quinzel, MD. 
Yeah. I don't remember at all. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay, here's the thing, right? You have to imagine that anybody that works at Arkham has got to be able to uh, dispense drugs. Well, that's so, true. I mean, I'm guessing she's got to be an MD. <laughs> true. Yeah. Although she could have been a PhD, or, and there'd be some kind of attending there who signs off. Uh, okay, yeah, but, but come on. Yeah. Um, at any rate. Do we talk about why me and Brian both thought that it was a, a, a plan? Oh, yeah. So Alex's that's, that's, belief that it's a setup is because of this figure I mean, and the possible detail. It, it has a very ambiguous yeah. Yeah. framing yeah. in the it's, first place. But, but this, after being pointed out, though, it seems kind of obvious yeah. now. Yeah, like, yeah as and, opposed to the reason. Because Tim and I both also thought this was a setup. Yeah. We had a much more direct reason for Absolutely. thinking that. And that's that it's the fucking Joker. <laughs> <laughs> I came into it assuming this was just the Rod Brother Joker was a cool dude. Yeah. I was giving him the benefit of the doubt. Instead, looked for evidence. <laughs> Unlike Batman and you two chuckle fucks. <laughs> I need no evidence. It's Joker. This is another book in which Jim Gordon has a pretty bad day. <laughs> yeah, he does. Is, yeah. yeah, this is the other one yeah, I was talking about. Yeah, you know who about. else has a bad day? Everyone? <laughs> well, yeah, but like in particular, who's not doing good? And honestly, Bruce? It's the, it, no, it's the reason. Alfred? It's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's the reason yeah, 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 that yeah. Bruce is responding the way he is and being uh, allowing him if it is a setup allowing himself to be pushed over or is acting unlike his restraint self that he kind of normally is yeah. and that is we've already called spoilers so yeah alfred dying alfred's dying and he's not dealing with that very well yeah. so yeah i also want to want to get this one out there too that there is the distinct possibility that Whatever has cured the Joker, I think Tim, you mentioned those pills being yeah. suspect. Magic sanity pills. Yeah. Um, maybe the Joker had already signed up, mm-hmm. and all of this was part of because the Joker led Batman to those pills. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe those pills were nothing, and the Joker had already signed up, and this is all part of a mm-hmm. plot or a plan this, or a ruse yeah, or there's a flim flam plot detail that they they specifically say they can't really identify what yeah. these pills are, what's yeah. in them. Yeah. So. Chemical X. Yeah. They've been jokerized. <laughs> <laughs> With extra joker seasoning. With extra joker seasoning. You want to jokerize those pills? <laughs> uh, well, you know what I want? What do you want? I want, because it is Cocktober, a fun cock fact. You want a cock fact? That you guys, I'm sure, have never heard before. <laughs> My future past joke. <laughs> Days of jokes past. <laughs> Um, and I will go ahead and put this one out there. I, I pulled my jokes pretty quickly before we recorded, and I will. Oh, these aren't jokes; these are facts. I'm sorry, facts. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some of them. I tried to go for funny. Um, <laughs> who, least, who do you think you are, the Joker? <laughs> Wait, is it a joke or a riddle? <laughs> knock knock. <laughs> um. These are somewhat more phallus centric than Jen's cock facts. Pretty and sure. I apologize. Was so, that the same so, word? So, so yeah. Yeah. Knocking, oh, that was the same word? Would, the same. That, okay. would, would that mean you're knocking on wood? <laughs> phallus centric is a great word. I'm just going to say that. Not sure when a person a is hanged, mm-hmm. when a man is hanged, man pretty is specifically, <laughs> man specific, like I said, pretty phallus centric. Um, or you're not. When a penis-having individual is hanged, <laughs> Good. Like um, the body will often get an erection. And that erection is known as a death erection. Or angel lust. 
Just, Death Erection is definitely going to be my band name. Death Angel <laughs> Lust is also a very good band name. Those are both great band yeah. names, I've got to say. Yeah. Um, so if you are hanged and hung, um, <laughs> I guess you post some kind of clothesline hazard? <laughs> oh, hey, look, we're I recording. Trying, I was trying to figure out how to work in a War- Warren Worthington thing, but that didn't quite go. <laughs> Uh, I think he only really has to worry about angel lust when uh, uh, Laura Kinney's around. Oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There are a couple. Uh, or yeah. were. I don't know were, if they're still I, together, they really. Still are. He was coming on too strong. And the cat shows up. Hey, she's been here. She's just oh. been sleeping in the chair. Ah. Well, all the rubbing and bumping sounds you're hearing are not a Cocktober celebration. They're a cat. Nope. Good. All right. Hey, Brian. Yeah. Speaking of causes of your erections. <laughs> uh, I know where he's going now. <laughs> Harley and I, we meet. <laughs> uh, paper Girls. No. <laughs> no. Good God, sir. No. <laughs> Harley and I, meet Betty and Veronica, number one. Oh, my God. <laughs> You can't say things like that and not expect me to mess with you. Don't bully Bryce. <laughs> you know, we've never done Patology merch before, but I kind of want Don't Bully Brian shirts. Yeah, I, I would totally wear one of those. Speaking of masturbatory. <laughs> uh, this would be Harley and Ivy meets Betty and Veronica. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, so, I, I, and I mentioned this before, the, the, you don't you don't read this kind of book unless you, you're just wanting some light, fun. How are these two? How are these characters going to meet? You know what's going to like? You're you're not looking for a great story. You're not looking for that Tom King story arc that we talked about. Um, and this was that. This was this is just kind of fun. Uh, it, I do like the uh, justification they give though. For these characters meeting. Yeah. Which is that uh, Veronica's... Now, I don't know. This might be a spoiler. It's Veronica's dad doing something shady. Are you sure that... Are you sure that we shouldn't put that behind a spoiler warning? I think we're okay. Okay. Because shady shit's... Only I, completely I in he's character. He's not normally room. doing like crappy stuff. Yeah. But... Like he's not... You know, normally he's just a fine, upstanding, generous human. Oh, wait, no. I'm thinking of anyone else. <laughs> So her dad is buying this swamp. Swip, <laughs> swip. And just, just for the record, those were not jazz hands. Swip, swip. Um, so uh, her dad is buying this swamp and is going to put... No, see, he's trying to do a good thing. He's putting, He's building a university and he's going to offer classes for free, like free college education, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. With no catch whatsoever. Okay, well, he is building a whole, like, giant mall completely surrounding it with coffee shops and all these things. Well, that's yeah. okay. At least all the kids will have access to free Wi-Fi and free uh, Well, the Wi-Fi does cost. And you've, yeah. you've got to go online to get the textbooks, too, don't you? Uh, yeah, I think that's yeah. true, yeah. Um, yeah. So, some restrictions may apply. Uh, you know. But the education's free. Yeah. Yes, and... Asterisk. And do you... <laughs> Do you recall what those courses he was te- he was going to have them learn were? <laughs> I do not, but it was all a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> it was like proper investment strategies, right? And <laughs> yeah, it, it was all it was all shady, shady, shady business, business stuff. Yes. yes, foreclosures one hundred and one. <laughs> right. Uh, well, the back in Gotham, 
Poison Ivy hears about him buying this swamp and destroying this swamp to build this horrible, horrible thing and recruits uh, uh, Harley to go with her to Riverdale to see if they can put a stop to it. And would... Tim, I want to I want to test your mind reading skills slash how well you were paying attention earlier. No, no. Do you know what the one thing that that was not a problem but was a disappointment for me in this book? A slaughter swamp, lack of Solomon Grundy. It was not slaughter swamp, and I wanted it to be because I wanted to yeah. see Betty and or Harley and Ivy meet Betty and Veronica versus. Solomon Grundy. Right. And the inevitable scene of Solomon Grundy and Moose befriending one another after Moose finally gives Solomon Grundy what he's always wanted in life. Pants. <laughs> well, I, Solomon I, Grundy I, want pants too! <laughs> I thought it was Moose versus Solomon Grundy because Solomon Grundy hits on Midge. Because <laughs> Midge is the best, let's be honest. Little, little menage a trois. Oh, hey. hey, it, hey. Is, uh, it is the... the Holiest of mine. Okay, so uh, like I just like one verification right now. Are we still recording? Because this is where we had to stop before. God damn. Timelines have converged. <laughs> yeah, you know, we'll mention it again. I didn't pull that shit the first time. <laughs> Look, I commit to a bit. I'm not going to commit to talking about the same books twice for an hour both times. Fair enough. No, we're recording for real. I promise. <laughs> okay, thank you. Um, so, hey, Tim, have me Right now, just stop the podcast <laughs> and just black it out like nothing <laughs> else ever happened. And then play it twice. <laughs> Hey Tim, why don't you hand me one of those donuts while Brian's In celebration of this, uh, Veronica's dad is throwing a gala event, which is, of course, a masquerade party, right? Masquerade! Yeah, it has to be. Paint their faces on parade. The theme of this masquerade party is heroes and villains. So, like, I'm guessing he must have gone to Dragon Con and been to the Heroes and Villains Ball at some point. Clearly. Right, yeah. So, uh. He was probably the one selling $8 pizza. I'm going to see if you can guess this, Tim. Are you ready? Okay. This is going to be a stretch. Okay. Can you imagine who at this Heroes and Villains Masquerade Ball Betty and Veronica decide to go as? Betty and Veronica? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Who do they decide to dress up as? No, I don't have a clue in the world. I don't have a guess. Unless it's Batman because we've been talking about no. Batman all day. <laughs> no. Who would they go to the ball as? In... Oh, Poison Ivy and Harley? Poison Ivy and Harley, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and they specifically talk about how, yeah, this is awesome that we're doing this because nobody would dress up like these two. Imagine how our embarrassment <laughs> if we went and uh, somebody else was wearing these costumes. Which, I mean, come on, you know who Poison and I, Harley went as? They went as themselves. Yeah, <laughs> yes. but in their original costumes. In their original costumes, yes. While Betty and Veronica went as New Fifty Two Harley. Oh, yes. that's awesome. Yes. So and that's where it ends. So yeah, I, I like again just this. Throwaway story fun. Yeah. It'll yeah. probably be a trade book for me. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Tim. Hey. Guess what book is back from hiatus? <gasps> Hint, it probably did not give Brian an erection. No, <laughs> no, it did not. I'm hoping it didn't. Nope, sure I'm, didn't. Are you talking about Paper Girls? I am talking about Paper Girls. Yeah. Paper Girls is one of... I mean, y'all know about... How much I enjoy Brian K. Vaughn books, Paper Girls. How me. much do you? A lot. Um, Paper Girls is is one of the best books out there. Gene Rayburn weeps in his grave. I made a match game reference. Oh, okay. You can keep okay. going. 
I don't know, Jane Rayburn. Um, but uh, the host yeah. of Match Game. Yes. Um, more time traveling stuff. Um, more trying to figure out what the story is. I can't really explain to you what's going on in this story quite yet. But it's um, so good. It is so good. It, it, you, there's something you about really, that. You know what? I'm, I'm going to give the Selena Kyle answer. Who cares? Yeah. It's no, so I, good. Really, Who cares? But what's, I, I what's do feel like happening. I feel like we're still moving towards a payoff. It's not like, oh, yeah. Yeah. you know what I'm no saying? There, there's going to be somewhere that this gets Talk to, about a book where you don't, don't understand how the pieces move. Yeah. But no, uh, eventually you'll see the shape book. of the thing. Yeah. But um, some interesting stuff. And, and I think there's kind of like a... A spoiler moment at the end, like not a spoiler moment, but like a, a ooh, big, big revelation. Yeah, big revelation. But I'm but, like, I don't know what the big revelation is there. Like, but it like feels it's like something a big you revelation. know is hugely important. Yeah. You just have no idea why no, it's no hugely, clue. hugely important. No clue, <laughs> right? But I do. What was it's, the last page of this book? Um, I don't want to tell everybody. No, let's yeah, this. Oh, you. Got oh, yeah, that? right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The murder ooh. board. Sorry yeah. about that. But yeah, I, I just that had to hurt. <laughs> Actually, it wasn't bad. Okay, good. The pop filter saved it. Yeah, probably. Uh, probably my favorite book out there right now. If not, then one of them. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's fantastic. This is I, just I, doesn't I come quick enough. Is all. This goes back to. But I hey, think I mentioned it's here for October. That's true. I think I may have mentioned last week without yet. Like there were there were a few books that Jen handed me before we started recording this podcast because I'd been out for so, of reading for so long. Paper Girls was one of yeah. them. I tell everybody that's my first and, suggestion for anybody. And I read. I read. I was like, okay, I'm. I'm completely like if this is what comics are today, I'm 100 percent back in. There's a Venn diagram that shows the kind of stuff that everybody I know likes, and dead in the center of that is Paper Girls. So whatever I'm suggesting to anybody, Paper Girls is always on that list. You know that's that's interesting to me because I always hesitate to say that first. Like I love it, but the whole I don't understand what's going on thing. Always makes me nervous to recommend Paper Girls first. I, I mean, I guess I could see that. I, it it doesn't for me well, just I'm, because I'm, I'm it's not, so interesting. Yeah. Well, like I'm not and, trying to. I've just I've yeah, never yeah, done it. I'm, yeah, I'm super excited no, to hear I, that works. Yeah, yeah, I would also say that I think society as a whole has much more in the last 10, 15 years embraced that kind of thing. And I say that yeah. looking at TV shows That's true. That, I'd agree with that. that have these overall arcs and where things aren't, you know, you don't mm-hmm. know what things are. And I mean, you look at like Lost, right? When it started. Yeah. You, you know, I had any, any, any. The fact that it didn't actually have an ending is a, is a completely separate issue to right. discuss at some right. point. But, or uh, a middle, depending on. Yeah, whatever. But I mean, but think about how much people loved that not knowing what was mm-hmm. going on, but knowing that it was supposed to go somewhere. But it still looked like it was going to go somewhere, yeah. even when it took those strange leaps. Yeah. You still felt like you were going to get some. You didn't, but, you know. <laughs> you thought you were going to get it some. Never, right. It never made that final leap. No, home. no, it didn't. It didn't. Wait, did, Mar- did Marvel write Lost? <laughs> Bacula. Brian K. Vaughn did for a little while. So. Yeah. Bacula. 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 Yeah. Quantum Leap. No. This is, a, this is one for future Tim. No. Yes. Bacula. You'll understand why I'm just saying bacula at you later. One day you will understand, sir. (laughs) When I finally make the leap home? One day when you get to the last cock fact from last week's episode. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yes, yes, indeed. More (laughs) timey-wimey stuff. (laughs) Cocktober, penis jokes, and a lot of awkward time travel. Nonlinear podcasting. Yeah, baby. It's Austin like, Powers. <laughs> that wasn't just that wasn't supposed to be Austin Powers. Okay. Just, was that yeah. part of the list or are we moving on to something else? We're on to Austin Powers. <laughs> no, now you didn't or... read Austin Powers number one this week? <laughs> <laughs> Austin Powers. 
I gotta say, it was my bag, baby. <laughs> it was my bag, baby. It made me a little randy. <laughs> it was shagadelic. <laughs> complete, complete mojo. Uh, no, there was nope. there was no Austin Powers nope. comic. <laughs> Although, nope. uh, depending on who wrote it, I'd read it. Depending on who wrote it, yeah, yeah, yeah I probably yeah, would too. Person wrote it. I probably would too. Um. Before we move on to the next thing, I, I do have to ask. So, Paper Girls is one of the things you recommend people to start Absolutely. with. Absolutely. What else do you use? Because I like these um, conversations, and we woo. never have them anymore. Like I said, there's a Venn diagram. Some people get recommended Saga. Some people don't get recommended Saga. Um, depending, I, there was somebody I just talked to a couple days ago because he had heard he should read, not a comics reader, but somebody told him he should read Superman Red Sun. I'm like, absolutely, you should read Superman Red mm-hmm. And then just knowing this other stuff that he was interested in, Sheriff of Babylon comes up. Yeah. Because I don't think that, you know, you have comic book genres. That one yeah. sort of lives outside of it Some to me. Some of the That's superhero just, tropes. Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it all depends on the person. There was one girl at work who, uh, Snot Girl. Snot oh, yeah. Girl. Oh, because yeah. it's a Brian Lee yeah. O'Malley and she loves Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. And it the just the other stuff that she's interested in, it just seemed like it would fit. But... Everyone. <laughs> Paper Girls. Brian, have you had to think on this one before? Oh, gosh. Uh, no, not really. Okay. For me, it is usually either Sex Criminals, Saga, or Hawkeye. Okay. In fact, at Dragon Con, when I was getting Fraction's autograph, I said to me, I, I, I use Sex Criminal. I've used Sex Criminals and Hawkeye to get a lot of friends and family on reading comics or back into comics and it gives me this funny look i'm like i don't tell the family to read sex or like, oh okay good <laughs> i was worried there for a second yeah. i was afraid to touch this <laughs> I, you know what though you know what's funny you know what will be on this list though the war jokes and riddles yeah that's yeah. a good one if they're a, if they're a superhero fan that will be on the list because yeah it's that tight and that good yeah, yeah. Tight and good, like October. <laughs> All right. Hey, Brian. Yes, sir. How do you like the the first of our legacy books, Avengers, Los Vingadores, number uh, 672? <laughs> first of all, really, 672? Do we have to do this? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, but you know what? I loved it. I did, too. This is the first issue of the Avengers Champions crossover yes. arcs. Uh, story and damn it's good yeah and that can we talk about Jesus size as art we can talk about it because it's beautiful it's amazing i love this art yeah i made tim look at it before we started recording yeah like, like tim nods just, yes it's very good it's beautiful yeah uh but yeah no i i really really like this it's uh I, I, we're seeing some of that friction between these teams mm-hmm. uh which is like totally expected yeah uh we did see it in a place i was not necessarily expecting i was it. gonna see if you noticed this the, are you talking about girls in research lab uh-huh. the girls research lab girl research no that's not what i was yeah. gonna point oh. out i was oh. gonna point out the viv oh and vision uh okay, friction so you, you said in a place we didn't expect no I'm but that, okay I'm really excited about the girls in the research lab there that's what what, what is it? that that's what girls are girls, for girls, yeah, in, girls research in research lab yeah, yeah. oh you haven't Wait. read. You haven't, you haven't read Unstoppable Wasp. No, I have not yet. <gasps> Damn it, Tim! Not. Hold on. Girls in Research Lab, which is girl, which is girl. 
Can you have the word in the acronym? Yes. Sure. Why not? I don't know. I've never seen that before. The acronym is Nadia Pym is all that is all that is light and good in the it's, universe. It's, yes. It's recursive. It's a fractal acronym. Whoa. whoa. Okay. It's a fractronym. <laughs> Which is now a thing. It's a phallocentric the fraction. <laughs> That's what's the word. Yeah. I was but I mean, there's just there's there's some things that I love about this. The 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 uh, the Kamala Khan Hercules. Yes. <laughs> yes. How about the uh, the new take on a fastball special? <laughs> I like that also. Um, you also get a throwback to Hercules and Amadeus Cho having teamed up before. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, that was a thing Greg Pak did okay. years ago. All right. But yeah, I, 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 everything about all of these characters and the friction that was between some of them and the kind of the, the you know the the fangirling that went on between some of them and the you know that 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 you mentioned about the you know people who knew each other from before yeah. and the father daughter thing with Viv and Vision, uh, like all of it was really really yeah. good. You also get a lot of friction between Kamala and Sam. Yes. As leaders. Yeah. Yeah. Because Kamala now leads the champions, but she was also on the Avengers while Sam led the Avengers, and he starts trying to bark orders at her and not let her give orders, give orders and she does not take kindly to that. And I, I appreciated that she stood up to that. I did too. I thought, yes. But hey, Brian. Yeah. That's no moon. <laughs> it doesn't make sense, but it sounds funny in context. It does sound funny, yeah. They're they're arguing at the beginning about whether or not Counter Earth really exists. Yes, <laughs> like Spider Man's. I've been there. It's a thing. <laughs> yeah, I, and I love that, that that they literally do this thing where like they're they're at the Champions headquarters and two people are talking right, and they say something, and then it picks up in the Avengers. It's like, the Archer switches. thing. Yeah, and and they're they're carrying on like yeah. literally the yeah. exact same conversation, yeah. right? Yeah. Yes, it's 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 nice. Uh, I look forward to reading more of this. And then in January, this and Uncanny Avengers and I forget if it's Champions as well or a different book. There are three books. Like one is twice a month. The other two are once a month. Their teams are all getting together and writing one. Basically, they're going bullpen style and writing an Avengers book a week for four months. Instead of doing their individual series. They're just doing Avengers event weekly for okay. four months. And like each month has its own artist for that month and then moves on. Nice. Yep. I think that's going to end up spinning out of what's going on. Is that on the here. one that starts, you said January? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's that... the ad on the back of the lenticular yeah, covers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yep. And it's the one that, that gets into the statue having changed. The statue changed. from Legacy. Yeah. 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 All right. I like it. Right. I like Hey, Brian, yeah. you know what book I think really hit its mark this week? Would it be Hawkeye? It would be Hawkeye. Ah, oh, nice. I see what you did there. That was a good one. That was a good one. Thanks. I like my segues to be on point. Ah. <laughs> it should really be better if it were about a ballerina, but whatever. This was... This Kate is... probably took dance at some point. It would not surprise me at all. Huh? Yeah, that would make sense. Um, Kate Bishop. Yeah. yeah, no, 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 I just... This is an odd, okay, okay. odd tangent there. <laughs> yeah. like, please shut up sorry, and finish this podcast. Your segue you actually, yeah. before, right? Your okay, segue you actually steered us away for a second there. And I was, 
<laughs> well, the first segue was good. The second segue was bad. You went to the segue well one too many times was what it was. I like to drink deep at the segue well. <laughs> also, how good would the segue be as a name for a bar? Oh, man, that would be a good bar name. TM, 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 TM. Segway, nice. So Hawkeye, huh? Oh, God. Well, Brian, get the to the point. Thing. This is the final arc of the uh, Hawkeye versus Madam Mask. Uh storyline arc that we've been reading about and it's it, it, it's a it's just a if you've been reading this but it's fun this is a fun book it is and this is no exception it's good it's it's a good wrap up yeah. and it's not i mean it's not when we say fun book there are the marvel fun books that are like squirrel girl yeah yeah, yeah. Or it's not that. Cat that is a comedy book right. This ha- and not to say those don't have character development. This is very character centric, character driven. Yes. Yeah, this it's is just this a character who to is like also the Peter Parker Spider Man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um but I love this. Uh, I like this arc. Um there's some there's some funny moments between her and the police captain. There's oh, some yeah. yeah. Uh there's some character growth with her talking to her friends and, and you know, telling them What's kind of really going on and yeah. all this? And Kate gets a little something, something there. She end. don't get a little kissy, kissy. <laughs> Some snogging going on. <laughs> ah, snogging. A word that when I read Harry Potter, I had never heard before. Oh, really? And immediately assumed it meant more than it did. Because <laughs> it sounds like more than that. I changed my vote on Segway, by the way. Okay. I just had to remind myself how it was spelled because I'm pretty sure that everybody walk, walk past your bar and call it Segu. Segu too. Segu. <laughs> Segu too. Oh, now I want that on a t-shirt too. Segu too. Well, Segu too. Uh, no, Hawkeye is, uh, it, it was a great book. Always, I mean, I, I Always. Every, every time I read it. Kelly Thompson. Kelly Thompson has had a new miniseries announced at New York what? Comic Con. What's the new one? Um, and something tells me this is something that will speak to Brian's old school heart. It is, I think, five issues, maybe six. Marvel, DC, or independent? Marvel. Marvel, okay. Um, pick a Marvel couple who you would like to read a book about. Oh. But don't pick Ron, because if you do, you'll probably be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Choose wisely oh when you gosh. drink from the I, comedy I cup. I don't even know where to go here. Um, they're 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 in a book this week. I'll tell you that. Oh, they are. They are. Uh, is Dude. it a book I've read? Uh, <laughs> this could be fun. Uh, yes, yes, it is. <laughs> um, and dead air is great podcasting too. I, so I, I, feel free to take your time. Um. Okay, I'm gonna go. And my first thought was Jessica Jones and Luke Cage, but that's not. First of all, that would not be fun. And <laughs> there's kind of already books going on with them. Yeah. Um. Uh, not Hawkeye because we kind of just took that out of the picture. Also, Kelly Thompson's already writing Hawkeye, so that would not be a really smart answer to this particular be, question. Uh, are they from Avengers? One of them is on an Avengers team. Oh. Is it Rogue and Gambit? Uh-huh. Ah! You got that? it. How about that? Rogue and Gambit? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because uh, they're actually uh, 
Uh, I, I did pick up X-Men Gold again. I don't think I put it on my list. <laughs> Brian, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Which means you're stuck reading Blue next week. I am. I am. You. I know. <laughs> Suckered myself into it. Damn you, Brian. <laughs> but you're still not reading Spider-Man, are you? Uh-huh, not, Amazing. Uh, well, I did, because I got the green goblin. But are you going to read the one that comes up next I don't week? know. I'm, I probably You son it. of a bitch. I probably will. <laughs> I'm caught up on all my weekly reading now, so I'll probably end up. I probably okay, will. <laughs> so I can backlog you again. Got it. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, no, and and they that that makes sense after this. Uh, yeah. After well, no, it was Astonishing X Men. That's what they were in. That that kind of hinted at. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, cool. Yep. Yeah. You know what else is cool? What? Who else is cool? Ice man. Ice, ice baby. Bum, bum, bum. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Jen's not here to stop us, though. <laughs> stop us? She's the one who we have to stop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Collaborate and listen. <laughs> so I made Bride read Iceman. <laughs> oh, my God. This is this is another one of those that is clearly a, a character book. That ha- that has that humor in it. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! There were some there were some fantastic damn lines in this book. As a matter of fact, and it's super personal too. This huh? book, yeah, and like it, it's it's very and it's not just character driven. It's very like it is about his journey coming out and uh, dealing with being that and being a hero. And this issue gets into him only ever by him. I mean, Iceman, Bobby. Drew. Yeah. Bobby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Only and this is not the young X-Men blue. Bobby. No. This is the, the one that's always been. In. Yeah. 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 Continuity. And it, this issue is about the, the old champions team getting together, which is how I hooked Brian. I'm like, Hey Brian, the yeah. champions were united. Like, okay, fine. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, so it it's is? about them getting together to talk about and, and drink to and honor and and mourn uh, Natasha yeah. being killed, uh, and you know it's uh, it's actually kind of kind of cool and fun and yeah. everything else. And well, he has the best way to chill beer. He does. He keeps a flask in his back pocket and just keeps it cold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty pretty wonderful. Um, but uh, they. Uh, so, you know, they meet and everything. And, like, the next day, Bobby's out waiting in this line. And he ends up meeting this guy and gets asked out on a date. Which is, the, there's some very humorous lines between these two uh, first. But, so, Bobby calls all of the other champions to say, Hey, you gotta you gotta come with me to, to this tonight and uh, support me. Kind of be my wingman or whatever. So, but they're all out doing this. Especially things. you, wingman. <laughs> especially, yeah. Especially you, Hawkeye. But they're, Hawkeye. They talk, Angel? I mean, that's... Yes, Angel. Hawkeye but, doesn't have wings. It's a reference whatever. to the acuity of their vision. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, never mind. I'll, I'll, the box distracted me. <laughs> um, we're not talking about that, though. Um, but it, earlier in the issue, Hercules had said that one of the, that he deals with grief by punching rocks. <laughs> so it cuts to a thing. Bobby's calling each of them, right, to tell them that, you know, or sending them a text to tell each of them that they've got to meet him and support him for this. And, and Hercules is punching out on the beach, punching these rocks. And all of a sudden you hear this, oh, my loincloth that vibrates with vigor. Oh, it's just my mobile device. <laughs> and that is Brian's quote of the week. Toot toot. <laughs> yeah, baby. Nobody, uh, wait, hold this, on. 
But nobody yelled. Nobody said, nobody "No, you can't do you. that." I don't. I know. Uh, but th- this is this is a great. I- I'm definitely gonna be picking this up in trade when it comes out. Uh, this is a great series. You know, you could just jump on with this. Nope, issue. nope, 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 nope. I'll trade it. I'll hey, trade it. Hey, Brian. Yeah. You could cut X Men Gold and Blue and still come out three issues a month ahead. Trade. Okay, that's fine. It's still backlogged, yeah. <laughs> no, I already knew I was going to get this one though. That was my plan. Yeah, I, I like that. Was my sneaky? That was hey, that was my ice cold plan. Oh, oh, I see the subtle thing you did there. <laughs> so it is October. It is. And what is uh, purple and a pain in the ass? <laughs> um. Parasites, uh... No, wait, no, I'm gonna say that. <laughs> the Purple Man! I, yeah, I, yes, that was cool. Uh, yeah, Purple Man. Kilgrave. Kilgrave. Jebediah Kilgrave. Jebediah want pants, too. <laughs> um, yeah, so... This is, a, this is a new story arc in Jessica Jones, and... With all the shit that's been going down with Hydra America and all that stuff. Um, steve if you will. Yeah, steve uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. lost track of Kilgrave. He is out and loose. And literally the entire first three double-page spread of this book is Jessica talking to herself and kind of explaining internally to to us but kind of talking internally about how you know yeah yeah what kill he is loose you know the set we kind of get that set up and then she talks about how what happened was horrible and awful right and everyone says oh my god that's the worst thing that's ever happened to somebody you know the, look at this and she says but it's not that's not the worst thing that can happen that's not the most horrible thing the, because the first time this happened, I had no idea he was out there. I didn't know what was happening to me. You know, once I was in it, I kind of knew, and it was, and did it said, but now, this, him being out there, and knowing that he will come for me, and not having any idea who it is, but knowing it's going to happen, this is the worst thing that could ever happen. Yeah. Yeah. And it's... Also, you've got this page open, and I can tell from the the glow on your face mm-hmm. that this is a very purple book because you are lit in purple. Oh right yeah, now. yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, these first this first thing is yeah. these double page spreads of all of these faces, and it's it, I mean it's it's all it's everybody from Marvel. You know, it's everyone from Luke to Maria Hill to like all of these people, and she's saying you know it could be anybody. He could be anybody. They might not even know that he's controlling them if he doesn't yeah. want them to. And then, uh, you know, so it gets into this whole thing. So basically she shows up at Carol's doorstep and says, you got to help me. And so Carol's like, all right, we're going to get you to a safe house. We're going to, you know, do all this stuff, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, she she shows up. And clearly uh, Jessica and Luke have this prearranged code phrase, right? Flugelhorn. That she's like, you got to say it. And he's like, what? She's like, you have to say it. He's like, well, I, I love you. He's like, oh, oh, you mean the thing. And so he says it. <laughs> but uh, uh, so he freaks out and starts heading across town because he hears that Gilgrave's loose, right? And then the very last panel, 
we find out what Kilgrave's method of approach is going to be. Call spoilers and tell me. I will call spoilers um, because you will want to know this. Although, holy shit, is it awful. Um, And now we're going to call spoilers. Spoilers. Here's spoilers. Here's spoilers. Here, boy. Yeah, here's her look when she sees it. And there we go. Well, that's terrible. That's horrible, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's her daughter. It's yeah. Danny. And this is this is why I like I can't with Jessica Jones. Yeah. Cause Bendis likes to make me just hate him and everything. Uh-huh. And not in a way I actually find personally satisfying. Like you know what, we talked about James Gordon having a bad week. Jessica's kind of that way too. She just like if she gets something good happening, it's only so that it'll be even shittier for her when it falls apart. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, wow. Wow. All right. Uh, real quick, okay. Royals number nine, I wanted to mention, A, because it's the start of Legacy for It, and B, because it gets a new artist, Javier Rodriguez who I know, Brian, for you, one of the issues you'd had earlier on with this book was art style not really fitting its tone. Yep. I feel like this art change totally fixes that. You showed it to me, and I would probably agree with you. Yeah, no, um, this, this seems much more suited for this book. I'm really digging Royals and Once and Future Kings right now and regretting not having stuck with Black Bolt, which I'm definitely going to do in trade. Uh, so so you're liking all of the Inhumans books? I'm liking all of the Inhumans books right now, which is why I wanted to mention it. It's bizarre. I know. I know. Is this bizarro like, world? I look forward to them. Oh. <laughs> I know. Um, I actually watched the first. Have, I, have either of you watched the first episode of? Uh, no, I ha- I, no, I have not. I've, I've not heard. I, I, good I, I, I'm sure I will I'm, this weekend. Yeah, today. at some point I will. But I will say this: I do not. I do not know that it is as bad as all the things I have heard had me expecting. I actually don't think it's as bad as what I watched of Iron Fist. Nope. Iron Fist wasn't good. I feel like it is more amateurish in its execution. Okay. Um, more more college art class than college film class? A little bit. I think sometimes it reminds me of, and, and, and I recognize that some of our usual co-hosts feel differently, and that's cool, that's fine. But it reminds me of the thing I have, the problem I have with Batman versus Superman. Where I don't think, at least in the theatrical cut, Snyder takes the time to assign actual meaning to all the imagery he uses. He just kind of lays, here are some angels and devils out there, make of it what you will. I kind of get that same feeling here, like they're trying to be symbolic. Clever or... Clever and kind of artsy and symbolic, but... And have layers to it kind of thing. Never really flesh that out. Um, there are some character choices that are kind of bizarre to me. Like Maximus is an inhuman in that he has the DNA, but his Terra Genesis turned him human. He has no power. 
when he's supposed to be kind of a psychic, but by the flip side, Karnak, who never underwent terogenesis, has undergone terogenesis, and that is the source of his power. There's some weird details out of place for okay. no real reason that I see. Okay. Um, and like a lot of really heavy scoring that then near the end of the episode turns into this fight sequence. And it cuts. And at first, I thought I just misheard the score and just like processed it as the wrong thing. And it turns into paint it black. And I'm like, did you guys just watch Westworld or something? Because that's their big fight scene music in their first episode. Why? Why? Why, why are you just doing this again? Like it's, oh, mm. it, it's weird. It's weird. It's okay. There's no one thing I like hated about it. I just I don't know what it is. I don't feel like they know what it is. I. I feel like it lacks clear vision. And that's that's the big problem for me with it. Which is a shame, because I'm liking all the Inhuman stuff in the comics right now. It's weird. Alright. Okay. I'm, I didn't I'm glad you do, bring up Royals just to bash the Inhumans show. That was no, just no, 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 no. side effect of it. Yeah. Um, the takeaway there was, despite all that, I don't know that it's as bad as I keep hearing. I just, although I still haven't watched the second episode, so who knows. <sighs> Spider-Man. But, but the Inhumans books are good. The Inhumans books are Especially very good. Especially Royals now that we've got an art change. Royals and Once and Future Kings, which is fantastic. Um, if the Inhumans TV show were just an adaptation of Once and Future Kings, that could be one of the best Marvel shows. Um, based on the two of five issues that are out. Uh, and like I say, I wish, I wish I'd stuck with Black Bolt. I've thought about going and filling, filling out the issues that I haven't picked up a bit and just jumping back on spider-man number 21 in october in october yes jump on it in october uh spider-man number 21 is the end of the pre-legacy spider-man miles morales spider-man um you know the uh I don't know how much of which of each of these you've read at this point, Brian. And I don't uh, think Miles you've Morales read it. Cause, none. Well, yeah. uh, Iron Man, Invincible and Infamous Iron Man. Uh-huh. There's this character, Tomoe, who's an inhuman warlord, like crime lord in Japan who controls electronics. Okay. Uh, Riri Fodder at one point. Um, Tony Fodder at one point. <laughs> Miles shows up and just like makes super quick work of her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was like okay I'm sure that's not the last we're going to see ever but it's it's that Bendis thing he does where he'll take ideas and characters and just weave them through different books he writes but there is a cameo at the end of this book and this is spoiler territory but that I think is going to set up what's coming next in Legacy and that's why I wanted to mention it um, there's this mysterious agent who has been in contact with both Miles and his dad trying to sort of like man in chair for Miles, trying to provide him tools and assistance and support. And you learn at the end of this who that is. Cable. Oh. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Not who I would have expected. Not who I would have expected at all, but I like it. Is it like, is there justification for why or... It's kind of one of those, well, you'll see okay. kind of things. Like It's the reveal more than the yeah, motivation. Because right. yeah. um, you're kind of led to believe it's S.H.I.E.L.D. Because his dad has gotten back in with S.H.I.E.L.D. Right, I remember. I do know that. But 
it turns because shield's dissolving in the wake of secret empire right. anyway yeah it turns out it's cable so time traveling time traveling mutants are now maybe pulling the strings for miles morales mm. all right brian tell me about spirits of vengeance uh, this is this is a brand new book that is uh, that's coming out of Legacy, a mini series. Uh, yeah, 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 uh, and it is um, uh, Ghost Rider, specifically Johnny Blaze Ghost Rider, which uh, <laughs> I, I did not realize. I thought when uh, um, uh, Robbie Reyes took on Ghost Rider, right? I thought Johnny Blaze was no longer Ghost Rider. Turns out, I guess that's not the case. Yeah, I, I we were talking before Tim got here. Um, I may be wrong about this, but I actually think, short version, I think Robbie is possessed by a different spirit okay. than, than Johnny Johnny was okay. is. Okay, so regardless of that, though, Johnny Blaze, uh, Blade, the Daywalker, uh, Damon Hellstrom, the Son of Satan. And Sat- a bottle of tequila. Mm-hmm. No. And <laughs> Spirits Satana, of Vengeance. Hellstrom. Uh, the daughter of Satan. His sister. Yes. Wait, why did you say that first name was? Uh, isn't it Satana? Oh, I, I heard Zatanna. No, That's no, what I heard Satana. too. Oh, no. Satana. S A S. Satan. Satan. Yes, Satana. Um, Satan, but, I hardly know her. Ooh, Hellstrom. Uh, but yeah, and she actually, they, they don't pull her into this in this one. Um, it is mostly uh, Johnny and uh, Damon meeting up and starting to investigate something that happens. Um, and by the end of it, they decide that, it, uh, Damon decides, we're going to need the help of someone else. And we're going to need a bigger boat. He reaches out to, uh, to Blade. And that's kind of where this first issue ends. Cool. Um, you know what? Kind of cool. Like, these are all characters I'm not super familiar with. Like, I mean, I kind of know their story yeah. or whatever, but, like, I'm not super familiar with them. And, yeah, I'm okay with it so far. Yeah. So, as a first, it's, I mean, it's very much a first issue. It's very much set up, very much, you know, the characters meeting, giving them motivation for why they would be getting together, that kind of stuff. But, yeah, so we'll see where it goes. Cool. cool. Yeah. All right, Tim. Hey. Tell me about Venom number 155. Venom number 155. The high-numbered legacy issue following yeah. Venom number 154. Numbering. <laughs> no, no, for real, it did. They jumped like three months ago from know, 12 to 150. Drives me nuts. So so they, this one they, jumped early. They, they prematurely, prematurely jumped in October. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Before um, October. Yeah. Um, I had actually... That's all sticky. And... Yeah. Well, I mean, it is Venom webby thwippy. Yes. Yeah. Webby thwippy. I had quit reading Venom for a while. Um, because of Lee Price. Like, I just, I didn't care for the character. I didn't care for what they were doing with it. I was just yeah. sort of lost interest in it. Um, they started this one. Uh, it's a new arc, Lethal Protector arc. It's part number one. So I'm like, eh, now seems like a good time to dive back in. Um, Might as well. Yeah, and I'm super glad I did. Um, they had Lee Price in there. He's in prison. Um, but Eddie Brock, Venom again. And Eddie Brock is the good Venom. So... Um, I really like well, the story. No, it's good. The right description. Flash Thompson was a good wasn't Venom bad. Too. He wasn't bad, but Eddie Brock is the he's the Venom that I want to read, and that's he's what the I OG got. Venom. Yeah, and you got Venom acting more like the Venom that I remember. Um, not quite so. The OB the, Venom. Yeah, the 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 stories that have changed over time is just a little more 
a little more return to yeah, return to form. Yeah, yeah. The platonic ideal of it. Um, yep. So good book. Cool. Mm. I'm not sure anything about Venom is is platonic though, because he's pretty invasive. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. The Spider Amazing the Spider-Man symbiote? Renew Your Vows. The symbiote. The symbiote Jane. seems like it's pretty much always invasive. Symbiotes yeah. by definition give and take. Like, yeah, that's, that's a beneficial. Yeah, I didn't say it wasn't beneficial. I just said mm. okay. Um, before <laughs> don't we, the platonic's the right word. <laughs> before we go to is it still good? Okay. I have a new cock fact for you. What do we got? The average speed of ejaculation Oh no. is 28 miles per hour. Okay. I bet Flash beats the shit out of that. Wait, hold on. Is that like, <laughs> Flash beats the shit out of that? Like that. Is that in people or like <laughs> averaged across everything? I that don't know. does that... I don't you, know. You stumped Alex. I, I, I'm over. assuming they mean people. <laughs> I would. I would assume people. Yeah. I mean, I'd hate to be the guy who has to measure the relative speed of gorilla ejaculation. You know what I want to do? You now? know what? You know, there's somebody that has to do that. Though. Wait, are they African or European swallows? <laughs> I don't. Oh, I don't what's think the, they swallow at all. What's the load bearing <laughs> capacity here? I, I I really wish that. Like, I don't know what I would have guessed to answer that had you asked me what the average... So I really want to go to people now and just ask them, and I just kind of want to see where the... where the. Excuse me, will you please masturbate in front of this uh, this uh, uh, line of measurements and this high-speed camera for me? I, I need to perform science! <laughs> wow. Radar okay, gun. Then. The Mythbusters, the Mythbusters adult special. <laughs> Mythbusters after dark. The myths aren't the only thing they bust. Oh my! They also busted nut. <sighs> Don't worry, Thanks everyone. That, Alex, Jim will be back next week. <laughs> All right. Uh, is it still good? It is. It's still good. Let's talk about it. Okay. Eleanor and the Egret, number four. The inspector learns Eleanor's secret and himself turns to a life of crime. Hey, Brian. Yeah. Bubblegun, volume two, number four. Um, The final issue of this volume or arc and we get a wonderful reversal to uh, to wrap this story up. Kim and Kim, Love is a Battlefield number three. Kim punches her feelings. Also, as an aside, would you like to know what the new Magdalene Visaggio Young Animal book is? I was, I was just about to say, and we have an announcement from uh, New York Comic Con, right? Yeah, I've got to get back to that tweet now, though. Because I don't know if you mentioned it in in this version of the podcast <laughs> that uh, Alex oh, yeah, is I don't think Alex we did any of the watching setup for, that for a tweet from Magdalene Visaggio in yes. a Young Animals panel. Yes, at Vertigo New York and Young Animals. Yeah. I do not know any of the other announcements, and I'm not going to take the 20 minutes it's going to go yeah, through no, Twitter to catch up on but them. This one, but I turned on notifications for Magdalene Visaggio. Eternity Girl. Oh, for Young Animal. Uh, here is 
the cover art. I'll be picking this up. Oops. Definitely. So, are you familiar with Eternity Girl? I know Eternity Girl. I, I, it is. I, I can't even tell you the last time I've seen or what I read that she was in. Would you say it's been an eternity? Eternity. I would. I would say it's been an eternity. Okay. For the longest time. Hey, Brian. Yeah. Deathstroke number twenty-four. Speaking of the official mascot of Cocktober, oh. just a little Deathstroke. Uh, little. Um, death. Stroke. The uh, it's an orgasm joke. <laughs> Thank you. Because in French, the word for orgasm, orgasm is le pedemor, the little death. The little death. Oh no, didn't know that. Yeah. Wally West goes through the a, a series of revelations about what he's been doing. That you really just would not want revealed in front of everybody. <laughs> All right. Um, I realized now, actually, we missed two books in the main section, but we're just going to throw them into... Is it still good? Yeah, do it. Uh, Brian. Yeah. Green Arrow number 32. And I'll let you have more than a sentence here, because um, it's the end of Gotham Resistance. Yeah. So I'll do kind of a setup that's not... Yeah. The, the, the summary and then I'll do that one uh, this is the last issue of the four part crossover that mm-hmm. is the Gotham Resistance the metal tie in that has Green Arrow and Damien and Nightwing and Suicide Squad Su- yeah, Suicide Mr. Squad. Terrific and, yeah, and, and the, the Joker who laughs going through Gotham um, it is wonderful and wraps it up and I will say um The Teen Titans and Suicide Squad make surprisingly good batteries for a machine you really just don't want. <laughs> um, this one's a little spoiler, maybe, but the heroes learn what will most quickly cut to the core for these Dark Batman. Insert obligatory Shaira joke. <laughs> insert obligatory Shaira. <laughs> oh. No, no, no. You don't insert Shaira. You're just the mace. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I th- we did name Jin's citrus reamer oh, Shaira. Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Did, fair you, enough. did you see that picture from DragonCon? I think you saw it. I think you saw the tweet that I, that I, I don't know. I'm not close enough to the mic here. Um, there was a picture that I took from DragonCon of a Kingdom Come Green Lantern. No, I didn't. See okay, it. Um, I saw this really cool Kingdom Come Green Lantern. I took the picture of it, but then I realized when I look at the picture later that there's half a Shiara there <laughs> and a mace, <laughs> and so that's all I could see in the picture from then on out. Wait, from Kingdom Come? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Subtle, Brian. <laughs> hey, Tim. Hey. Prepare for opposing viewpoints. Yes. What did you think of the new Green Lanterns? Is it okay. still good? I get one sentence, right? You one, one sentence. At most, two independent clauses joined by a conjunction. Okay. Simon and Jessica eat pancakes, and Tim loses interest. Simon and Jessica eat pancakes, and Alex loves just how <laughs> accurate the portrayal of social anxiety at a party is. 
Maybe. Maybe I can agree with that. I don't know. It, I love these issues. Tim hates these, these yeah, issues. Tim hates these yeah. issues. Simon and Jessica obsess about pancakes to the utter and horrible <laughs> detriment of shirtless bear fighter. I'm sorry. He eats flapjacks. Exactly. That's my point. Don't call him pancakes. Uh, Nightwing number 30. He's not in that issue. Nightwing continues a rash of bad decisions and tries to... Uh, Nightwing continues a rash of bad decisions and tries to man it up with a police detective now, too. Good lord! He's taking this Cocktober thing way too far. And that's coming from us. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Brian. Elsewhere, number three. Oh... Um, um, DB and yes, that DB DB Cooper. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. And, yeah. I mean, and Amelia. Jumped, I jumped a douchebag. No. Oh, okay. yeah. 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 And Amelia, uh, come across Earhart. an interest. Yeah, yeah, Amelia Earhart. Come across an interesting, uh, out of place find. To have to find shelter in, uh, which leads to some interesting discovery. Is it the Titanic? No. Oh. Sub- oh, I was looking at Huh? It's a submarine. Oh. Yeah. A yellow submarine? No, a Nazi submarine. Oh. I did not see that coming. Mm-mm. Uh, <laughs> on the Guardians of the Galaxy number 11. Rich Rider searches for his brother, who it turns out is alive. And if you are planning to jump on Guardians for Legacy, you should start with 11 and 12 first. Uh, Brian, Mm -hmm. Astonishing X-Men number four. Um, The X-Men who are still... Fighting, uh, for uh, who's it? Farouk. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Shadow King. Shadow King. Uh, the X Men who are still in there fighting uh, decide to take a break before engaging. It's quiet uptown. Or, or maybe like they're it uptown. Or maybe they're engaging before they engage. <laughs> I think some of what we see here is a failure to engage. Oh my. <laughs> Star Wars number 37, the Scar Squadron of Stormtroopers eviscerates a rebel base. Oh. Uh, Captain Phasma number three. Phasma finds some big fun toys to fight the eldritch monsters in the lake that she needs to get through. Oh, I'm so glad you finished that statement. Hey, don't, don't. No tea, no shade, no pink lemonade. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> hey, Brian. Yeah. Star Wars, Darth Vader, number six. Oh, um. Because the first five Darth Vaders. Nah, there's only one Darth Vader. I'm sorry. <laughs> the first five Darth Vaders. Uh, no, we are in, we see the return in comic form of a character from Clone Wars. That has the most wonderful automatic spinning lightsaber in continuity. 
Hey, Brian. Venom verse number five. Uh, this is a wrap up of the Venom verse story that ends a little bit abruptly and leaves. <laughs> Venom verse interruptus. Oh. And leaves uh, a much wider open pot opportunity for future involvement with the poison. I see. Hey, Tim, do you know what time it is? Is it time for the long box book report? The long box book report. It's the long box book report. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I did my work this week. (laughs) I did not fail. Hooray. Hooray. Um, The book that I had for this week was The Midas Flesh. By Boombox, uh, put out by Boombox. Uh, this was by uh, written and created by Ryan North, and illustrated by Shelley uh, Pierline and Brandon Lamb. Braden Lamb, I'm sorry. Ryan North, writer of Squirrel Girl. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is uh, this is actually. First of all, I will say this is this could very easily be an all ages book. Yeah, uh, which doesn't surprise me from Boombox. Uh, yeah, a lot of. I mean, Boombox is an all ages line, so that right, should yeah, not surprise should me. Not surprise you. Uh, this is kind of uh, this is kind of cool. So we we start out with this story about these three characters who are on a spaceship. Uh, one is uh, clearly the captain. One is a uh, a Muslim woman named Fatima, and one is a talking intelligent dinosaur who starts out in his spacesuit. Uh, and comes in, and they're obviously a crew, and they're, you don't know exactly what, but clearly they're trying to do something that they shouldn't be doing, which is sneaking around the moon so that they can get to and see Earth. Um, and when they do, they find exactly what they expect, which is the fact that everything, the entire planet, everything in, on, around, above. Everything is awesome. No, 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 it's all solid gold. Oh. And then we cut back to a past, because it talks about how there were uh, there have been a, a couple of miracles that occurred. Um, and, and one was the creation of life when life first started, that it can't, you know, nobody knows how it happened, can't be replicated. The second is this story of King Midas making this friend. Uh, and this friend comes and spends some time with him, and uh, Midas is super kind to him. And uh, the friend tells him that you know he he lives a couple of villages away, and his son uh, Dionysus, you know, is, is having uh, was having a celebration, and he kind of got you know vibed a little too much, and that's how he ended up here. Clearly, uh, you get the fact from the fact that his son is Dionysus, right? That you know maybe this is not exactly a, a, a regular person. Maybe it's Zeus. Hmm. So they go and, uh, you know, they agree, you know, the, the son is very happy that his, uh, that he was so kind to his father and took care of him and got him back home and all this. So he says, you know, if you could wish for anything, what would it be? And of course it's King Midas. So he wishes that everything he, he would touch is turned to gold. Oh, I was, I was going to guess he wanted a successful chain of, uh, auto repair shops. Minus, <laughs> but uh, you know what? This one takes a uh, the approach of uh, yeah. It's not just kind of what he touches that he chooses to touch, but literally everything that is in contact with him, and then anything that's in contact with it, 
uh, turns to gold. So literally starting immediately, everything, including the air and the atmosphere of the earth and everything else, turns to gold. And it's destroyed. And so then it cuts back at the end of uh, where this ship is coming around and coming in and they're clearly going to try to, I guess, take some of this gold or do something, but I'm guessing if they touch it, they're going to be... So it seems like it's been quarantined, basically. Now, Brian, I have an important question to ask you about this All Ages book from Boo Bucks. Oh, you're going to ask Jen's question, aren't you? How are the butts? (laughs) Um, You know... (laughs) Tell me about that dinosaur butt, Brian. (laughs) Well, we, we I, I will say we don't get any dinosaur butt. Um, Damn. We really, you know, I, and I'm guessing because it's an all-ages book, we really just don't <laughs> get any butt at all. There, there's kind of no butt. Even though, even though I'm sure if they would show us King Midas' butt, it would be a gold standard butt. <laughs> all right, Brian. Yeah. I will I will bet you double or nothing. If you roll one, Jin does the next one. Okay. If you roll two, Jin does the next one and you take the one after that from me. <laughs> um why would I take that bet? <laughs> Dramatic suspense. It is good podcast. So so if I roll a one then Jen gets one. Jen does the next one, and you do the one after that. Yes. If yeah. I roll a two, Jen gets two. Then Jen gets no, Jen the, gets next, the one. next one, and Brian and I gets get the, the one, one after that. Oh, yeah. All right, here we go. Oh, look, it's a one. <laughs> <laughs> you did not roll that die. You just that's, slammed it. That's down. your. You know that's your. I, it sounded like you'd rolled the die. <laughs> you know what? Podcast that, law that's again. Your, you know what? I, I'm pretty sure I rolled a two the first time we recorded this episode. <laughs> Can you prove do, that we failed to record it the first time? Pocket dice roll. Right. Let me, That's let me your punishment, sir, account. for that. <laughs> nope. It's still a one. <laughs> but I drew a dumb thing I don't want to read. I know you did. <laughs> what do you have to read? X something or it's yeah, another X. X book. But it's but it's not even a real X book. It's an X knockoff. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's generic X from Amazing Comics, the X Mutants. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. No, they don't. Wow. You, yes. you see why I tried my gambit, Tim. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's it, it, much like as Bolex is to Rolex, yeah. X-Mutants is to X-Men. I can't... E, yes. That's E-X-X, not... Yeah. Yeah. Like, what... Yeah. Like I, I love that title, like, what, they're not mutants anymore? <laughs> that's exactly what it says. I know. We All used right. to be mutants. Oh, does it? No, 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 but that's what it's like when you read it. I was like, what? I still have. That would be more interesting to me. the original story revised and expanded. Yes. New pages of story. (laughs) Oh, you get extra pages. Yes. Yes. We talked about this in the Spooptacular when I drew it. When I will draw it. (laughs) Wait, yeah, when you will draw it. Yeah. You haven't drawn it yet. We will talk about it. Yes. We just broke the time stream again. (laughs) Told you. Timelines are merging. We pulled a Barry Allen. We fucked it all up. That's fine. My ultimate vengeance is 
this last cock fact I have for you, oh, which boy. I hesitate to... I, I, now, I'm, I'm scared if this is his vengeance on me, exactly what this is going to be. I suspect this will probably be the most disturbing cock fact. <laughs> okay. Are you ready? I, I am ready. Tim, are you ready? Yes. Babies can get erections in the womb. No, no, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. I need to go. I need to go back. No, no, I wasn't ready. I need to go back. It's too late. Back to the womb. Maybe he wasn't recording when that happened. Nope, I got it. Oh no, it's all here. What? What is this horror called? October that you have unleashed. I don't know. Brian's the one who made it up. Yeah, nope. that's true. <laughs> no. That's true. No, no, that is no, all on no. you. <laughs> so, uh, now I bet you wish you'd throw that die normally, don't you? It's <laughs> <laughs> probably some you happy, know what? No, no, happy I, fact. I, no, if you'd... I'd still rather know that fact than have to read the Xmas book. <laughs> no, this looks bad, dude. I know. <laughs> it's well, got a real, like, Jim and the Holograms feel to it, too. Like, this is... <laughs> Just If you want to get your rocks you off in October, <laughs> yeah. go visit Rock Hands and Relics on Lemon Street in scenic Ackworth, Georgia. They have rocks. They have hounds. They have relics. Some of those rocks... Glow, as though irradiated, because they are, under blacklight. I do not know if the hounds glow under blacklight. Well, the irradiated ones do. I don't know if the hounds are irradiated. Maybe. Maybe not. But you know You would think if know. anything would glow, it would be the relics, though, right? Like, maybe. Holy power or something, I don't know. Maybe the next time... Look, maybe you don't go. Maybe you find yourself... In the hidden temple, and wish you had gone so that you had that shrine of the silver monkey ready in your back pocket mm-hmm. because you found it as a relic at Rockhounds and Relics. Mm-hmm. See, maybe if you show up with a present for Olmec, Olmec, that was his Olmec. Name? Olmec. Yeah, it was Olmec. Maybe if you show up with a present for Olmec, he'll just let you through and keep the temple guardians off your ass. Either, bet, either way, clearly you should be prepared by going to Rockhounds and Relics. I bet. I bet. <laughs> You can find yourself a blue barracuda in at least story form, maybe. See? Irradiated hound. Well, maybe here more than see. This is an audio, yeah, audio yeah, medium. Yeah. Um, well. You've angered them. You've angered the hounds. That's our producer saying it's time to wrap it up. I'm Alex. Oh, wait. Shit. There are show notes. Yeah. Yeah, you got to do that. Yeah. Um, okay. I, I realize you want this to end as soon as possible. Have you have you point. noticed? I'm actually very bad at when we have a guest <laughs> yes, doing the outro. You're awful. That's always when I, I screw it up. I know. Uh, our theme music is the Spontaneous Elk Reunion by the Fish Who Saved the Planet. We'd like to thank Chase Parker for our intro voiceover. Mm-hmm. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, and TuneIn, or on our website at panelologypodcast.com. While you're there, you can read Clearing the Backlog. You can look up how to tweet at us. You can send us questions. Tim. All right. I will. Other uh-huh, listeners. Right. right now. I can't believe Brian's in October. Tim. Tim's a fair game, baby. <laughs> no. 
There's your other shirt. Bully a Tim in October. Right. We can't bully Brian's in October, but Tim's are fair game. There's a simple if-then statement. <laughs> um, if Tim, go to bullying Tim. Um, uh, also, next week is our is our Spooptacular. Spooptacular 2. Yes. Electric Spoopaloo. Electric Spoopaloo. Uh, we Which have another. painful to me. <laughs> We have another guest uh, joining Brian and Jen and me. Yeah. Uh, Megan Griffin of uh, uh, Damn It Tim. I'm blanking on her podcast's name. Judging Book Covers. Judging, Judging Book Covers. She has another one, too. Another new one. Fabulous retellings. Yes, thank you. I made you say that one because I wasn't sure how to say it out, well, out loud. <laughs> um, but go check those out. They're prepare, good. Prepare yourself. Tim has been on I Judging have. Book Covers. I have. Um, who knows? Maybe in the future someone from this podcast will be I know someone from this podcast will be I'm not going to tell you who you'll have to listen you'll have to listen and it's, I'm, it's a Cottober mystery I'm, I'm, I'm going ahead and pitching this now because in the spirit of being bad at outros when we have guests I did forget to get Meg to go ahead and name all her stuff in that episode and I felt badly for that when I realized that I may actually cut something in yeah yeah that'd be good yeah, yeah. yeah. um do that. Uh, rate and review us on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're really into cock jokes <laughs> and trivia. And let's face it, who isn't? And and if you think you have a more cock, interesting cock trivia than any that we reveal, please, please share. Yeah, you, you're you. wrong if you think you do. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, we're on a new... It's not so much a listening platform as much as it is a website that has reviews and, and search tools for podcasts called Podknife. Mm-hmm. So if you've already rated and reviewed us on Apple Podcasts and really want to do it again, go do it on Podknife. It would help us out there. As hard as it might be for us to believe, maybe somebody likes us that much they'd like to do that for us. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Do it. I'll do it. Tim. Yeah, I'm going to do it. All right. I'm going to go. All right, knife something, pod knife, (laughs) pod knife fight, knife the podcast. (laughs) Oh wait, (laughs) just give it a give it a prick there in the end. I'm Alex. I'm Brian, and I'm Tim. Good night and good luck. Happy cocktail over. (laughs) 